Listening to It's Just a Show podcast. Controversial. Yo, does she really say that? No, I think she did. Entertaining, innovative, real, and raw. Hold on tight. Here's your host, the one and only, the one and only, Hustle Queen Lee. Yo, what's good, my beautiful kings and queens? I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk About It. And on today's episode, we have to talk about the BET Awards that aired Sunday, June 28th at 8 p.m. only on BET. And if you watched it along with myself, you know that the BET Awards this year was held virtually due to the fact that Corona is still alive and well out here in these streets. And speaking of Corona, COVID-19, I hope that everybody is doing everything necessary to keep yourself safe, your family safe, and those around you safe. Um, The awards was hosted by Amanda Seals. And let me tell you, a lot of people, you know, have things to say about Amanda Seals, but I earnestly believe that she did a marvelous job. She did an incredible job. The fact that she was able to hold my attention and hold the people's attention without having a live audience as a comedian and as a host, I believe that was that would be difficult for anyone, even the comedians who are top tier. I believe that was a challenge and I believe that she met it head on and she went above and beyond. Now to a lot of people, y'all just, you know, some people just finding out about Amanda Seals, you know, who is she? Seems like she always talking about racial injustice, racism, all of that. And yes, she does. But if you are OG, I ain't gonna call myself OG, but if you, you know, in your in your mid thirties <laughs> like me, then you probably were introduced to Amanda Seals on this Nickelodeon show called My Brother and Me. And that's where I was first introduced to Amanda and she had a a, a brother on the show and their uh key phrase was don't hold your breath that was their thing i loved her on that show her name was dion i loved her on that and just being able to see her career flourish and evolve she has done so many things amanda seals is a real og if you don't know about her i suggest you do some research because she's bigger than just playing on insecure and she was bigger than just being you know a co-host on the real which we know that relationship has been severed anyway Amanda Seals did a great job. At the end of the show, we found out that she actually recorded her part of the show in her house in front of a green screen. And it was such a nostalgic moment because she brought back sets such as Rap City, The Basement, 106 in Park, Teen Summit, Cedars World, Video Soul, just to name a few. I was like, you know what? Amanda did the damn thing. I don't care what anyone says. She did it, and she did it with such grace in every outfit Everything that she had on from head to toe was done by black designers. So I have to give it up to Amanda Seals for doing such an incredible job and doing justice in the host position on the awards last night. She just did an incredible, incredible job, and that cannot be taken away from her. So there was one thing I loved about the show is that it brought back, like I was saying, the nostalgic feeling of watching videos. Normally on awards show, people come out, they perform on stage. This particular time, because it was virtual, people had their own sets, their own videos. They shot it on certain locations, and it was such, it was beautiful. And it made me feel like I was watching Video Soul or Groove, uh, I think it was Groove Soul or Groove Theory, whatever it was called, I can't remember. But it was like, it made me feel like I was that kid again watching BET, and that was such a beautiful, a beautiful feeling. I enjoyed all the performances. Let's talk about that intro. We had Public Enemy. Nas, 
Rhapsody, it, YG, and add him in there too. He did a great job as well. That whole movement, that whole intro was fire. It was so good. I was watching the episode with my mom, right? So during the intro, I happened to look over to where she was, and she had her arm outstretched with her fist up in the air. And I was like, hell yeah. This was such a black-ass moment. <laughs> it was such a black-ass moment. But I, I thoroughly, I just enjoyed seeing us in, in such empowering positions. It was, it was beautiful. I felt like a kid throughout the entire episode. I mean, it was just amazing. And, and going back to what BET used to do, it introduced us to new artists. And I was introduced to an artist. I don't know how long he's been out. I, I didn't even know who he was. But he goes by the name of Loner. Number one, very attractive man. Number two, his voice is pure gold. And I plan on researching him and listening to him for the rest of the week so I can get more you know, um, in tune with his music and just where he comes from. I just, you know, his performance was so grabbing to me. And um, it was just like a pulling. And I'm like, who is this dude? Who is this guy? And so I missed that, just being introduced to new artists who are really out here singing R&B. It was just beautiful. And I'm so excited that we definitely had an opportunity to come in contact with this new artist who he's new to me. He could possibly have been out for a while, um, but he's new to me. And so I'm just excited that I just had an opportunity to, to, to be introduced to him on the BET platform. So John Legend's performance was amazing. Starting off with the show, like I said, the intro, then I believe Roddy Rich was the next performance and he did an amazing job I love I'm not like a huge fan of his but I I love his song and I think that his performance was absolutely amazing I I, I loved it John Legend's performance absolutely beautiful I don't think you could ever go wrong with a John Legend performance then you had Meg the Stallion I don't know about y'all but Meg the Stallion's performance gave me Maya's case of the X vibes both beautiful videos, but I was like, I'm feeling like, what you going to do when you can't say no? Like, I, I had that type of, <laughs> I had that type of feeling, but she did a, she had a great performance. It was Jennifer Hudson. Let me tell y'all something. Jennifer Hudson singing Young, Gifted, and Black by the late and beautiful Aretha Franklin was such a moment. Like, I got chills watching. It was so uh, aesthetically, visually, it was so beautiful. And then just to have that power in her in her you know, anointed God given vocal cords, it was it was it was amazing. That performance was was beautiful. And Chloe and Hallie, I love them. They can do no wrong. I mean, their harmonies are so fluid. It's amazing. And, and and a lot of times you find a lot of siblings. They they have that rich enriched type of of harmony. And it was just beautiful all the way around. It kind of gave me that um, Destiny's Child Lose My Breath moment when they were battling each other. And so I, I thought that was a beautiful moment. Um, Beyonce won the Humanitarian Award, and it was presented to her by the one and only Our Forever First Lady, Michelle Obama. Um, such beautiful, such grace, such poise. And that was such a beautiful moment. And if you listen to my episode before this one, I talked about how we oftentimes say, what are these celebrities doing? You know, what are they doing to help the movement? What are they doing with their money? What are they doing with their exposure, their fame, and their influence? 
and listening to what Beyonce, and I have never said that because I feel like I know these people do things behind closed doors, and I personally feel it's none of our business what they do with their money. However, listening to Miss Tina, her mom, speak of her, Tyler Perry, and other people talk about the things that she that she does with her scholarships, with her fellowships in other countries, um, her connection with the HBCU community, putting clean water in certain areas in Africa where there is none, um, and these other, you know, desolate places. was beautiful to watch and beautiful to see, and I was like, you know, I really hope this ends and stops the what is Beyonce doing, what is yada yada doing, what is this person doing. If we all do our part sincerely with a pure heart, I don't have to worry about what the next person is doing. If I'm doing my part, then I believe that others are doing their part as well. But it was just beautiful. I think it was so well-deserving. Um, she was so well-deserving of the award. I appreciate, you know, the glimpse that we got a chance to see into certain um, pivotal and and blessed moments in her life with her helping other people. And I am big on that. I'm big on giving back. I'm big on helping. And it was just beautiful to watch. And, and, and I loved it, and she deserved it. Um, now, you all know. We have this thing called Black Twitter. Black Twitter is not like an actual place, but it's where black people who are on Twitter come together for major, you know, programming situations and issues. And so I was very disappointed with some people in the family. And I'm like, this is one of the issues I have with us. This BET award this year was such a moment. It was such a black, beautiful moment. And in my mind, I'm reading some of the posts, and I'm like, what more, what the hell, what do y'all want? You know, it's like some people you can never make happy, you can never satisfy, you can never live up to their expectations. So that's why I always tell people, they're going to hate if you don't, they're going to hate if you do, so damn it, do. Because it's going to always be someone who has something to say. And I'm like, this, this, this program was so uplifting, encouraging motivating and inspiring for black people and the fact that some of us were being so incredibly negative it baffled me I saw things like oh we're only 30 seconds in my attention is going elsewhere I'm not feeling this I'm not and it's like well hell what do you do it then what do you want them to do we're in the middle of a damn pandemic it's only so much people can do with what we have what do you want them to do? What would you have liked to see during that time? They made, they put such emphasis on black love, black pride, black joy, black happiness. What more do you want? Hell, even the commercials were black. <laughs> you know, everything was black. It was such a beautiful moment. And I'm like, the fact that we are finding negativity in this moment, so, so badly so. There were some people who were addressing Marsai uh, Martin about her hair, about her teeth. This is, what, a 16-year-old child? What the hell is wrong with some people? You know, I'm, I'm looking like, are, are you serious right now? There was no, oh, Marsai, we're glad that your family is doing okay. We're glad that you're doing okay during this pandemic. You had grown-ass women coming for this child and I'm just like you know but let it but if it was a white person who had said that it would have been hell to pay and it's sad when we begin to degrade and down our own especially our young black children 
who may already be dealing with, you know, issues with their self-esteem, with their beauty, how they view themselves. She's 16. Imagine how you were at 16, trying to fit in, not knowing, oh, am, am I too big? Am I too small? Guys not looking at me or I'm getting too much attention because of a certain body part or whatever. And the fact that though that was done and, we, oh, we were just joking. That's not joking. It's bullying. And the fact that it was done to our own, that is a problem. And that is an issue in the community that has to be addressed and it needs to stop. It needs to be eradicated. We need to uplift. We need to encourage and motivate. So when I saw that, I'm like, of all the things you could have said, of all the things you could have brought to this black beautiful moment, that's what you do? That's what you decided to talk about? Okay. Then we had so much hate and slander uh, with Amanda Seals about, oh, that was a dry joke. Oh, why y'all chose her to host? Oh, why? And I'm like, damn, like, the 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 unnecessary negativity is what who, who would you have wanted to host the show who do you think would have done a better job with no audience and doing this in the privacy of their own home who would have done a better job so my thing is encourage this black woman uplift this black woman she did an amazing job for what she was faced with she did an amazing an amazing job. And so I was just very irritated. <laughs> I was very I was very irritated by, you know, uh what was going on in that moment. Um but overall the show was amazing. They picked the perfect people to do each thing with the uh the introductions of the awards, everything. And DJ Khaled, you know, let me just say this. DJ Khaled is such a refreshing spirit. You know, he won his award, and the way that he speaks, it's so, like, it's just encouragement dripping from his vocal cords. Like, I love to hear him talk. And um, it was just beautiful. It was just so incredibly beautiful. Queen and Slim, I believe, won Best Film. Um, so I was very happy for Lena Waithe, and I know her show 20s got, just got picked up. Um, so it's, 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 a, it's a time and a season that even though we're in the midst of the pandemic, the pandemic cannot eradicate the power of the black voice, the power of the black dollar, and the power of the black influence. So I just encourage, if you listening to this and you was one of those people who were being negative, who was being a Debbie Downer, if you were one of those people that could not see the actual excellence and beauty that was presented on Sunday, I really encourage you to go back and rewatch it. And if you don't want to do that, find out where do you fit in with moving forward the black influence in whatever aspect that you have. What are you doing with yours? What are you doing with yours? I, I encourage you to do that. And then even from the programming of the show going up into BT, uh, you know, still black Twitter, it's so many things y'all could do to help with the programming. It's so many things that y'all should be showing that y'all not showing. It's so many things. And I mean, people just going in now, don't get me wrong, because I do I do feel y'all, and I feel very strongly about this. There are so many black creatives. There are so many black influencers. There are so many black writers who have so much to say that comes from a different perspective. I have nothing against Real Housewives of any of them. Atlanta, I don't even, I don't watch the show, so I don't even know what all they have. Love and hip-hop, I'm, hey, if you, if you like it, you like it, and I ain't got nothing against it. 
But what I'm saying is there is more to us than that. There is another aspect to the black experience other than that. We know those shows are scripted. We do know that some of that stuff is real as well. But why not get someone who has a voice that you can put on different networks? And people love to say that, oh, no, if it ain't got a lot of drama, it won't be successful. I happen to really enjoy watching, you know, T.I. Family, what is it, T.I. and Tiny Family Hustle, Family and Friends, whatever it's called. <laughs> Think of the title right now on VH1. I actually love that show. They have uh, the right amount of drama, the right amount of love, the right amount of family, the right amount of ratchetness. Because, you know, we got to have that, too. That's a part of the experience. And I think they do a, an incredible job with balance. And so I, I really enjoy the show. So it's like, let's start, you know, really getting our people in the right positions of power. Um, there was a, they were talking about TV One, Bounce TV, and there's another... And I forget the name of the network, and I had never heard of it. And it's supposedly a black network that shows black programming. And I'm thinking one of the issues has to do with marketing. Even UMC, which is Urban Movie Channel, I have it. I subscribe to it. A lot of people don't even know what it is. And there are original shows. There are great original shows on that network that people don't know about because the marketing for those particular networks are garbage. And that's something that do have to be addressed. And there was a one executive, she was kind of chiming in. I don't know which two black networks she works for. I'm assuming BET is one and there's another. But it's like you have to deal with the truth. When you get feedback from your demographic and they're telling you, oh, I never heard about this. Oh, I never knew this existed. Oh, the only reason why I know of this network is because my homegirl told me about it. So on and so forth. That lets me know that in your, in the marketing division, of your company, you need to do a better job with reaching the demographic. What are you doing? Is money an issue? You're not buying ads that you can't air on BET, MTV, whatever else we're watching on YouTube. Like it's it's so many things out there to get your stuff out. So when I look at these corporations and they're saying how they have to cancel sh certain shows because the viewership is so low, it's so low because your people don't know about it. Your people don't know about you. So I agree with some of the things that people were saying. I'm just not someone, I don't like confrontation. Confrontation has to happen, and I understand that, and I'm not against it. I will confront whatever I need to confront. But coming from a place of let's uplift instead of tear down, let's inform and not bash, it has to be a balance to that and not just, just being rude and disrespectful with, you know what I'm saying, with what's going on. So I really want us to do better. But overall, that moment in our history, in our black-ass moment, it was beautiful. It was encouraging. It made me feel great and motivated me to do some things that I had been going back and forth in my mind to do, but I'm going to press the green light and go for it. Um, so, yeah, to everybody, even MC Light, who has been the voice of the BET Awards for years, to everyone who played a role just by chance, if you happen to come across this podcast, I want you to know that you did an incredible job, and I'm proud of my brothers and my sisters for presenting such quality work, quality programming, and a quality show. So big up to BET for the 2020 Virtual BET Awards. Now, we are still waiting for the murderers of Breonna Taylor to be arrested. This is an issue that's really close and near to my heart. And it's something that I pray about um, 
just the fact of knowing who they are. And they're still walking around living their lives like nothing happened, like they didn't take this innocent woman's life who did nothing, who warned, who did not warrant any of this to happen, who was asleep in her bed in her home. And we all have to do our parts in helping eradicate this system. And it goes way beyond. It's so much, you know, this is an episode, this is a heavy, heavy, heavy topic when we're discussing, you know, our place in the American experience as black people um, who were stripped from certain customs and belief systems and pride in our culture. And when you see white police officers killing your brothers and sisters consistently, um, it's hard to not allow hate to reside. You know, it's hard not to want revenge. It's difficult. It's, it's really difficult because it's almost like a, a a spit in the face, slap in the face, that, yeah, we can kill y'all if we want to, and what's going to happen? Y'all going to march? Y'all going to make some noise? What's going to happen? So we have to get to a place that we can be peaceful in our disdain where we can be peaceful in our anger, you know, because it's there. It's, it, it, it's there. Um, but we're still waiting. And there's no reason why these murderers have not been captured. And I say that I'm probably talking about this every episode until it happens. You fired one as if that was enough, and then you reassigned the other two which means they're still working, or quote, they're on administrative leave reassignment. Okay, that means they're just not working in your precinct, but they're someplace else. That's exactly what that means. And so until it happens, we have to continue to put their names out there, push Brianna's name out there, continue to uplift and pray for her family if you believe in the power of prayer or if you believe in good vibes. Whatever you believe in that's positive. Send it to her family, and I pray for those officers who took this woman's life. They don't get a wink of sleep that they toss and turn, and they see her face until they are so filled with guilt that something happens. I'm not wishing death on anybody, but for, but for something to happen, and for it to happen expediently and expeditiously, in the words of T.I. Um, but yes, that's what I really want to see happen and before I close out this episode I just want to tell people listen corona is serious COVID-19 is serious I reside in the state of Florida and I believe two weeks ago when the numbers came out it was a hundred thousand new cases in Florida alone now do I believe that some of that is just straight embellishment I do I do I also believe that there has been a spike in the cases in positive cases. So please protect yourself. Please wear your mask when you're inside. Please do what you have to do. If you don't really have to go out, don't. Be mindful of your family. Be mindful of those who may not have a strong immune system. Be mindful of the elders in your family. Please take better care of yourselves. Be careful what you're putting in your body, food-wise, content-wise. You know, just be just be safe. Be safe all the way around. 
Um, I'm thankful for those who reached out to me after listening to uh, the episode last week. Um, <laughs> I want to say thank you to those who tried to answer the contest question and you didn't get it right. Um, the contest still going on. No one has gotten this right, which is surprising. Um, but you have to listen to the previous episode to find out what the contest question is. Um, I thank you guys so much for listening. I thank you guys for just encouraging me and reaching out to me in whatever capacity in which that you choose, whether it's from the podcast, me writing books, YouTube, which I'm getting back on that. Um, but I just thank you guys for being consistent with me. Um, and, and I'm just thankful. I'm thankful and I'm appreciative and I'm humbled by the support always. So y'all know how it is. Y'all know what I always say. Keep your peace. Maintain your peace. Until next time, safe black people and everyone who's listening. And I will holler at y'all later. One.